Alright, this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show on a Wednesday, Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, Papa Dude. This is one of my favorite week, uh, well, weekends, weekish of the year, right? Once we get to Thanksgiving, sports is pretty darn good. Yeah, uh, Friday tomorrow or not tomorrow, Friday. I love Friday because we have college football all over the place on Friday. And we have usually have some really good games. Uh, I don't, the pros on Thursday don't interest me as much as they used to, but I really look forward to Friday. And then there's always a big game or two on Saturday, and we've got them this week. A lot of rivalry games in college football, yes. too, going on. Yeah, that's that's always a lot of fun. That's mm. usually, you know, OU, OSU usually plays this weekend. Don't know why they didn't do that this year. You got any idea? No, I don't. Every once in a while they do, they, they switch that off. Yep. And I really don't know why, uh, because that's always been something a lot of, uh, you know, we went to a lot of games over the Thanksgiving uh, weekend down in Norman playing Oklahoma State. Um, did you watch any college basketball last night by chance? Yes, I watched did the Arkansas-Creighton game. That's I was going to say. I watched my first college basketball game of the year, Arkansas and Creighton. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I thought those two teams were damn good. Hey, I was impressed with Creighton. Yeah, they're good. Uh-huh. And uh, Arkansas is too. Wow. They put on a show, both teams. Uh, it's hard for me to pick either one of them today because they left it all out there Yeah, last night. And uh, Arkansas is playing without one of their best players, I guess, which I didn't realize that. Man, they got a freshman that's really good. <laughs> they're, they're good. And uh, Creighton. They're going to be a force. You know, they're always good. I thought Arkansas would beat them. I really did. And Creighton was impressive. That was a great game. They uh, Russ chimes in and said these ref, those refs, it, it was one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen. I, I totally agree. Arkansas has plenty of reason to complain. And, uh, yeah, it, it was bad. But, um, yeah, like I said, coming into tonight, both tough games again tonight for these oh, yeah. two teams over in Maui. They're in the uh, tournament over there. So, yeah, it's hard to know. What are they going to come back with? I was super impressed. Arkansas, a younger team, but was able to mm-hmm. hang in the game and, and have a, still have a chance to win at the end where Creighton had the experience and, you know, that. Plus, uh, they got they got the breaks in that game with a few calls, and that helped. But we've talked about it a lot on The Daily Show. Uh, these early basketball games, doesn't really matter if you win or no. lose them. It's just it's good to get those games right. under your belt. Yeah, pads your resume later in the year you know, for a higher seed. And that's it. That's the only thing it means. It doesn't mean anything else. Yeah. A nice trip over to uh, Maui. The thing I would be, I guarantee you they're talking about in the Arkansas locker room before the game today, they did not play very well defensively. Yeah. And I I think Arkansas normally plays better on the defensive end. And uh, Nebraska was getting, not Nebraska, Creighton was getting a lot of good shots against them. But Creighton is pretty good. They're pretty sound, and they play in a very difficult league. And you see that sometimes with a young basketball team. That defense is usually the last thing that kind of comes together for you, you know? So I've found over the years, the more talented you are, the worse defense you play. Mm -hmm. Because you realize you're going to score. You're in good shape. You don't have to play 
usually the crappiest teams I had played the best defense because they knew they couldn't score very well, so they had to go down and play well on the other end. The more talented teams were okay on defense, but not as good as the bad ones. Isn't that, I, I great. Isn't that so true? And just yeah. like a really, really good point. You, you think of some of those OU teams that didn't have anybody that could really score under Kelvin Sam, Sampson back in the day. Man, they would hold teams down and play great defense. And yep. then when he got better players in there, all of a sudden, Kelvin Sampson <laughs> couldn't coach defense. You know, uh-uh. <laughs> And that's just the way it is. I know when yeah. the last really good team we had, yeah. Uh, where I was, where uh, I just finished up coaching, we were we were good on defense, but not as good as the year before when we yeah. weren't quite as good offensively. It's just really amazing how that works. Yeah, people are chiming in. Mark says, "Yeah, it's like the Warriors. <laughs> They'll give up one ten, score one hundred twenty-five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Arkansas plays San Diego State. I forget who great is playing tonight. Really good team. Yeah." God, I can't remember off the top of my head, but anyway. Louisville says, way to go, Cardinals. Uh, we'll talk about the Louisville Cardinals. Oh, my God, Dennis. They are awful. Oh, I, my I, God. <laughs> they are just horrendously bad. And that's is I what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> this is Louisville. I mean, they're usually always good, and this is really bad. Yeah, yeah Arizona tonight against Creighton should be a tremendous – I think it's this afternoon, actually. should be a tremendous game. And, um, right, yeah. you know, that'll be a very, very hard game for Arkansas uh, today to get back ready to go. But I picked them because I think they're better. They are the better team. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and, and yeah, this Arizona Creighton game is going to be a, a good one as well. I, I could yeah. not remember who they played. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. I think when football starts, it's the first thing we've had since like a two months of baseball. Right. And so it's like, yeah. Oh, I love football. Then the other sports start, and it's like, wait, I think I just like all sports except for baseball <laughs> as far as watching them on TV. Well, you know, college basketball uh, starts so darn early. Yeah. And it overlaps into the last part, of the most exciting part of football season. And so it gets overlooked a lot. And I'm the same way, but we're picking these games every day like we saw on the Daily yeah. Show today. We had 66 games to pick tonight. And uh, I've kind of keeping up with it more than I used to sure. uh, in these early games because they don't really mean a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the elite teams can drop one here early in the season. It doesn't really matter. So you don't get into it. I usually don't get into college basketball till after the first of the year. Yeah. And that's when conference season starts, and that's when it really gets fun. Yeah. But uh, kind of following it a lot this year, and uh, there's this – um, just a multitude of games every day we got to wade through because there's so many Division One college basketball teams. Yeah, I, I text uh, uh, I text my uncle. Of course, we, we've talked about it many times. We have we have Razorbacks in the family, and oh, yeah. uh, I said for for November twenty second, this is a damn good basketball game. I mean, yeah. it felt like you're in midseason form there with that one. That was a good um, one. Yeah, finally got a quick mention. The Blues have won seven in a row, looking for number eight tonight um, in Buffalo. So we'll see, Mark, if our team can get it done. Uh, Man, they're playing awfully damn well right now. They are, and, you know, we pretty much wrote them off, and then here they come out of nowhere, and they've won seven in a row. They got hot against Vegas and Colorado, which turned their whole season around. To me, this is a very – I know this is stupid because the season's very young, but this is a big game tonight. You get three games over 500 going down to Tampa and Florida to play two really good teams. 
you know, you want to get this one tonight in case you stub your toe a couple times uh, this weekend, which I don't think they'll do. I think they usually play well against those good teams. Yeah, Bennington in net tonight, and uh, Tarasenko is back tonight, and Tori Krug looks like he's going to play as well. That was the last update I got. Also, Bertuzzo off the IR, he's back. I don't know if he'll play tonight, but he is back with the team. So a lot to look forward to there. We'll be talking about that a lot. All right, let's do the football. Let's round it up here. Let's get it going. All right. We'll start with the college. We'll start with tomorrow. We'll start with the Egg Bowl. This is always a fun game. Uh, The Egg Bowl here. Ole Miss, two-and-a-half-point favorite. They needed, they're needed. they needing a win, a couple of really bad losses. Also, rumors are swirling that Lane Kiffin could be headed to Auburn. He says no. <laughs> Many reports say yes. We'll see what happens there. But what about this game? Does Ole Miss pick up a win and uh, get to 9-3 and three here? Before we get it, that's, so Lane Kiffin to Auburn. Now, let's think about this a minute. It's got to – it would have to be money, right? Mm-hmm. Because why would anybody go to Auburn with Georgia and Alabama rolling yeah. right now? Do you realize how hard that job is when those two teams are getting the best recruits that you go up against and they're getting them right now? Yeah. It'll be a tough job. I don't think he's leaving. I really don't. Uh, I don't know about this game. I've got, you know, Mississippi's not playing very good. They're coming off two losses. I don't think the where they play this game means much. No. I don't think. And Mississippi State is Mississippi State. They play about the same every week. Nothing really bothers them. Uh, two and a half. I'm probably going to go with Ole Miss because I think they're a little better. But it would not shock me if the Bulldogs come in and pull off a surprise. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to take Ole Miss. But, you know, I'm also with you that I don't think they're very good. And I, But the thing is, I don't think Mississippi State is very good either. No. I think these are two middle-of-the-road teams. Um, so I'll take Mississippi State minus that two-and-a-half. But I'm with you. I would not be shocked if that goes either way. That's probably not one I'm going to touch. I Just a no. little bit leery of those two teams uh, this year, especially the way Ole Miss is kind of finishing off the season. And listen, when there's smoke, there's usually fire. If there's rumors that he might be going, you know, maybe they aren't quite as concentrated on the on the season now that it's, you know, quote unquote over for them. All right. Let's go to Saturday. Let's go to Lane in Cincinnati. I'm shocked by the line on this one. Cincinnati at one point favorite. And what that tells me, if this was on a neutral field, uh, we would actually be favoring Tulane in this game. Um, Cincinnati one point favorite. I kind of think Cincinnati's going to win this game. What about you? Man, this is 11 o'clock on Friday. I'm telling you, this is a sneaky good game right here. Yes. Uh, I would be more confident in Tulane if I didn't see what Central Florida did to them a couple of weeks ago. They kind of shredded them. Cincinnati's kind of a physical, no-nonsense type of team. I don't know if Tulane can handle that. Uh, Central Florida knocked them around pretty good. I'm with you. I think Cincinnati's going to win it. Uh, they've had another great season that no one's talking about, and so is Tulane. So is Tulane. Both uh, Tulane's had a tremendous season. I I hope Tulane wins, but I'm going to take Cincinnati. I think they're I think they're going to win because I think they're a little more physical. You know, Cincinnati. Uh, we we have a term in, in horse racing called class, right? And sometimes it's like, okay, if they're evenly matched, I'm going to take the horse that has the class. Well, Cincinnati has the class over Tulane. There's no doubt about it. They've mm-hmm. been in much bigger situations, much bigger games. I just have a feeling that's going to make the difference in this game. 
I'll take Cincinnati minus the one here. Um, yeah, this is one I, I'm pretty interested in. All right, let's move on. Baylor and Texas. Talk about Jekyll and Hyde. Baylor has been Jekyll and Hyde all season long. You never know what you're going to get out of them. Some weeks they're good. Some weeks they're horrible. Texas, they've been pretty consistently just kind of in that average range the whole season. They're fine. They're back ranked at number 23 here. They're an eight and a half point favorite at home against Baylor. Where are you looking in this one? I think Texas could be six and five and be ranked. Yeah, right. Seven and four. Who have they beat? Yeah. No one. Why are they ranked? I don't understand it. I would uh, say the win at Kansas State went a long way to get well, them back in the rankings. There's, there, you know, there's not a lot of elite teams, too. So, yeah. anyway, um, Texas and Baylor. Well, I don't see how Baylor can put out much of an effort, except they're playing Texas. Mm-hmm. And everybody, all the other schools in uh, the state of Texas hate UT. So they may give an effort, but that was a heartbreaking loss last week. I, I kind of think Texas may beat them by 14 or so in this yep. game. I agree. I'm on Texas this weekend as well, and I'm not usually, but I am I am this week. I think I think they're pretty much, you know, I think they're pretty much uh, just going to – Baylor, I'm just with you, got blown out against K-State and then played great and lost and get that reward. I think Texas is just going to be the yep. better team on Friday. I do too. Um, yeah, Shotty says Musselman was close to throwing hands last night. I really thought he was going to get kicked out of the game. <laughs> he was so mad. It was hilarious. All right, let's go back. North Carolina State, North Carolina. Oh boy, uh, before last week, this seemingly would be pretty easy. Just take the uh, Tar Heels. But after that loss at home to Georgia Tech, they, they host North Carolina State. They're struggling too, though. North Carolina, six and a half point favorite. Is that an overreaction from what happened last weekend? I don't know. The luster is really off of this game. Yeah. You know, this could have really, you know, they could have went to 11-1, and one, losing to Georgia Tech at home. There's just no excuse for that. Mm-mm. I think North Carolina State might beat them. I, you know, they could, it's a season-saving game for them. Uh, they've been disappointing. I don't think North Carolina is as good as 9-2. and two. Uh, I've got to take them because it's in Chapel Hill and their quarterback is dynamic. Is the North Carolina State quarterback, is he back? No, he's out. I don't, I just don't think they've got enough to beat him, but I didn't think Georgia Tech did either. And they beat him. Carolina will be ready for this one. So I'm going to take them, but it may be a three point game. I don't know. I don't like that spread. I think we might play him closer than that spread. I'm kind of leaning towards the dentist side here. I think North Carolina is going to bounce back. I think they're a little bit better. I think they bounce back. I think they're going to get it done. I'll take them minus the six and a half uh, on Friday. All right, UCLA, boy, they've really stumbled. Now they Mm -hmm. go on the road to finish the season up against California. UCLA, a 10-point favorite. California is not great, but what's what's UCLA got left coming into this game? That's the question. This is a dangerous game for UCLA. I I think I'll take California plus 10. Yep. And that's because Cal's playing a little better. They beat their big rivals last week in Stanford. They've got a little bit of momentum going. They've lost a couple of close games. I don't see any way UCLA gets ready to play this game. Yep. I just don't. So to me, the trick is, is California going to be motivated to play? Uh, they may look at this as their bowl game because they're not going anywhere. And UCLA has nothing to play for. So I'm going California plus the points. I'm not too sure they don't win. 
I'm with you. I took California plus the 10 here as well. And you you hit it right on the head. And this is important. No bowl game for California. Mm-hmm. Got a ranked team at home that is not very good. You know, it's, it's not looked very good, at least lately. UCLA has absolutely nothing to play for now. Like California has all the motivation in the world. And with that, I think they can keep it within 10 without yep. a doubt. All right, let's move on. Florida, Florida State, Florida State. We've talked about them a lot. They've kind of made the first step towards becoming really good again. They had to have a, a eight and three, nine and three type season first. They had to get above, boy, just just pure mediocrity. They've done it. Now they host Florida, a chance to get that ninth win. They're nine and a half point favorites. This game is in Tallahassee. I really like Florida State here. But do you think the Gators come up with an inspired effort? Well, they're coming off a very bad loss at Vanderbilt. Was that last week? Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. And uh, Florida State has been laying for this one. I think they've won four in a row after losing three in a row. And I like them a lot. Dennis doesn't like them. I do. I think Florida State's on the verge of getting back in the ACC. Get this one. Go to a bowl game. Win 10. That's a pretty good start to the year. Boy, and they, they've had a chance in some of those games that they lost, too. So that's that's another thing uh, to kind of look at. I, yeah, I think Florida State wins. Dennis is going to go Florida plus the points. It's a lot of points. It's a rivalry game. New coach at Florida, you know, hasn't had a great season whatsoever. This would be a big win for them. So I think they'll come in for the big game. But the bottom line is, Russ is right. You can't lose to Vanderbilt. And before they'd lost to Vanderbilt, they the whole season had just kind of been slowly going down. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm going to take Florida State. I think the guy will turn it around eventually at Florida and get him back going. But that is another school that's being affected by how good the team we're going to talk about next is. You're right. It, listen, Georgia-Florida is a huge rivalry, and it's a rivalry for, for a lot of reasons, and one big one is recruiting, and Georgia's yep. getting the players right now. They're 35 and a half point a favorites against Georgia Tech here. Not, not a whole lot to talk about in this no. situation, right? No, but it's so interesting how this works in these places. Georgia, mm-hmm. up until the last three or four years, had been eight and four, nine and three. Mm-hmm. And that's when Auburn was 11 and one, 10 and two. That's when Florida was playing extremely well. So now Georgia has taken the place of Auburn and Florida and Florida State to a certain extent. So, I mean, Alabama's always been there. But when one team, Rises to the top, it affects the others around them. And that's kind of what's happened. They're getting these awesome recruits. When you see Texas fall in the state of Texas, look and see who comes along. Baylor has been good, better than Texas. Mm -hmm. TCU is riding the wave right now. I don't know what's happened there. That's a whole different thing. Just a masterful job at TCU. And the other school that no one can figure out is A&M because they yeah. seem to get the recruits every year, but they don't they don't pan out. So anyway, this game shouldn't be anything at all. Georgia should kill them. It is a rivalry, but when one team is bad and the other one's great, you can't expect a very good game. So, I, yeah, just don't bet it because who knows what might happen. 
Yeah, a lot of points. That's the thing. There's, there's all kinds of better things to to bet this weekend. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're right, and 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 it's something. Sean Payton really was on. A, I think he was on with Cowherd, and he really he really pointed it out. He said he was talking about the NFL, but it's the same difference. He said mm-hmm. within your division of four teams, one of you is going to be really good, one of you is going to be just okay, and the other two are going to be bad most times. Yep. He said, and all it is, you're just trying to flip who that is. He said, so I saw a ton of coaches, you know, come and go because we were always in one of those top couple spots. Yeah. And and that's what it is. If one team goes up, the other team has to come down. Not, not everybody can always be good. And so that's what you're seeing. If Georgia's rising and Alabama's rising, I'm sorry, Auburn, Florida, you're not, yep. you're not going to be very good. No. Because they're going to beat you, first of all. Well, th- that's number one, and number two, they're beating you out for 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 yeah. recruits, and yeah, that's just that how that's how it goes. Absolutely. All right, Michigan and Ohio State, two teams that are really good. They are the two teams in the Big Ten. They finally square off. Both teams eleven and zero, biggest game of the year without any doubt. Number two versus number three. Ohio State seven and a half point favorites here at home. Of course, Michigan got them last year. Can they do it again, or do the Buckeyes have enough? Uh, to to reclaim uh, this rivalry. Well, this is another one of those games where you look at Ohio State, they have all the fancy stuff. They have all the flash. Yep. You know, they're fancy. They score points in bunches. And you got the plotters in Michigan. They just go about their business. They get three yards here, five here, control the clock, play great defense, kind of an old-fashioned style. No doubt. That's why you see the line at seven and a half when it shouldn't be that high. I think it was more than that last year, and Michigan stomped them. Now, the issue is Michigan's running back. Is he going to be able to play? We don't know that as of yet. I looked it up right before the show, and there's no – all they'll say is there wasn't any structural damage, Mm -hmm. which leads you to believe he's going to play. Is he healthy? That's the thing. Is he is he at full strength? We don't know. Uh, I I want to take Michigan. I've no, I don't think Ohio State's that good. Uh, seven and a half, I don't think. But I just don't know the effect of the running back. Last year we thought Ohio State was going to throw the ball on him, go deep, get big plays, and and massacre them, it didn't happen. Michigan beat the snot out, out of at the line of scrimmage. I don't know that Ohio State's any better this year. We don't know, but we also don't know about Michigan. They haven't played anybody either. Both teams have played Penn State. Both handled them about the same. Yeah, Michigan probably had a little bit easier time of it, but they got them at home when Ohio State had to go to Happy Valley. And then Ohio State's played Notre Dame. Michigan hasn't played anybody else. I'm not going to take the points. It could get away from Michigan. I'll admit that. I think they're pretty darn good. I do. I think Ohio State wins, but I'm going to take Michigan plus seven and a half. Well, Dennis kind of said it. He thinks the hook could hurt. Maybe it's talking about a seven-point win and not an eight-point win. And so that's that seven and a half does make it tricky. Yeah, keep an eye on that on Blake Corum and the injury there at, at Michigan. That's going to be the key, right? If he plays, all of a sudden that's plus seven and a half looks pretty right. good. And if you've got a feeling he's going to play, go ahead and lock that in because if it is announced that he's going to be in, 
That's going to likely move a little bit. Um, again, though, it's college football, and you never know who's going to oh. play until they until they get out there on the field. Most I'll tell time. you another thing. If I was USC, I'd be rooting my butt off for Ohio State to win because a one-loss Michigan team doesn't have the appeal to a committee that a one-loss USC team has. Ohio State team has, yeah. Yeah, oh, or yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, but a one-loss Ohio State team yes. has got that flash. Yeah, that everybody looks at. So if I was USC, I would be a huge Ohio State fan. Well, if you're USC, I think the big thing you're you're rooting for as well is a, is a lopsided game, right? Yeah. Uh, even if Ohio State was to get beat 35 to 7, then yeah, that would definitely. that would change as well. You want a lopsided game if you're And I guess I'm forgetting something else. If you're a USC fan, you really want to be rooting for TCU to get beat in the next 2 weeks. Well, that's obviously yes. Well, you win. So that is a big thing as well. Yeah. yeah. I I'll take Ohio State minus the 7 and a half. I'll go the other side of it. Um but we'll see. I, I would not be shocked if you're right on this one. Uh, I would not because this is this seven and a half is a lot, a lot to a lot of points in a game like this. All right. Clemson and South Carolina. That's next. Uh, South Carolina coming off the big win against Tennessee. Can they do it again? Can they get another upset? They'll have to go on the road to do it. Clemson, a 14 and a half point favorite. This is a bitter rivalry. Most people do not realize that these two teams hate each other. Um, what do you think about this one? Well, I just remember last year when South Carolina was coming off another big win. I can't remember who they beat, but it was somebody pretty good. And they beat them at home. And they had Clemson the next week. Clemson had lost three games last year coming into South Carolina. And I kind of thought they might get them. And Clemson beat them like 37 to nothing. Mm -hmm. They just stomped them. The only thing I see, I think Clemson will win. The only thing I see is the line, 14 and a half. Is that too many points? And I I just think Clemson's got their number. I don't know when's the last time South Carolina won. I think they Clemson will beat them by 30. I, I think they're going to roll too. I just think they're better. This is a situation where South Carolina has been pretty putrid for a lot of the season. Yes, they were six and five or six and four going into that game. You watch them, you're like, I don't know how they're six and four. They played a fantastic game. They'll give them a ton of credit for that. Oh, yeah. But that, can they do that again? I don't think so. I'll take Clemson on this one minus that 14 and a half. This is an interesting one. Glad Dennis is with us because. Mm -hmm. Is Louisville Cardinals are ranked number 25 in the country. Louisville 7-4. and four. They deserve it. They've played great uh, after a bad start to the season. they played really well. They go on the road to Kentucky, who's 6-5, a disappointing season for them. Uh, Kentucky, a three-point favor. This is a big game. What do you think about this one? Well, I don't know what you saw. Did you see Mark Stoops has got the big uh, raise? Yes. Contract? Yeah. Yeah. He is set – I think he's going to make over eight million. Yeah, yeah. Wow, because the rumors were he was tied into Auburn and yeah. Nebraska, so they went in and locked him up till two thousand and thirty-one. I think yeah, I, a big extension. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, this is a big game, a huge game, and in the state of uh, Kentucky, I think this is a season saver for Kentucky. This has been a very disappointing year. They lose this one. 
at six and six, they would have to say this is one of their most disappointing seasons in a long time. Yeah. So to me, they're looking at this as a season saver. Louisville's already had a really good year. They can make it really special if they can get this one. So I don't know. Is Dennis still around? I don't know what the home field is. It's pretty You're funny right? because Dennis is a Cardinal fan. And he says we're going to lose. And then Trish comes on as a Kentucky fan, and she thinks Kentucky's going to lose. So, <laughs> so a lot of confidence from the fan base is here on Dudes Who Well, that's, that's normal. That's Listen, the way we are, too, guys. We're the same way. I I'm leaning you know, towards Louisville in it. I don't know whether Louisville thinks they can beat Kentucky. That's the thing I'm 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 wondering about. They're I'm leaning Kentucky. Hmm? I'm leaning Kentucky. Well, that makes sense. I think the three points is is right about where it'll be, but I think Kentucky does cover it. I just think they're at home. They need it. They really need this win. Louisville's had a good season for them, but I I don't know. I just think Kentucky has got a little bit better players. Um, I think they'll win a really close game. The other angle to play is Kentucky has played better teams than Louisville has. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all going to come down to is how Kentucky looks at this game. or, or Is it a season saver for them? I would think they would play it like that. My cat is literally trying to climb the walls behind I me. So sorry, I, looked back there and she was I knew that was the cat. I didn't know what the cat was doing, but I knew it was the cat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. You're going Louisville. I'm going Kentucky. This will be a good game. I, I'm looking forward to watching yep. this one. Uh, naturally, being in horse racing, you know fans from both schools, so it's kind oh, of yeah. fun to follow it. All right, Auburn and Alabama. Not a ton to talk about, I don't think, in this one. Auburn just ready to get the season over. Alabama probably is ready to get the season over anyway, oh, even yeah. though they're still number seven in the country. 22-point favorite. Auburn almost beat them last year in Auburn. I don't think that's going to happen again, but what about you? Well, it, it's another one of those games you don't know what's going to happen, but you, you're pretty sure you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But Auburn had them beat last year, and I think they were 5-6 and six going into that game last year. They weren't good. I remember that. Yeah. And Alabama was better than they are this year. But it's in Tuscaloosa, 22. You might look at that and say it's a rivalry game. That's a little too high. I will be shocked if Alabama loses. I would be shocked, too. 22 might be a little high, though. It's kind of a, eh, I'm not going to play this game type of thing. Right. I, you know, but I'm not going to be surprised at all if Alabama doesn't blow them out. Right. But. We'll see. And, yeah, I think Dennis makes a good point. If only Auburn had shown a little bit, if they're a little better, you could say, yeah, I could get behind that 22. But if they were a little better, they probably wouldn't be 22-point underdogs. So. No, but I bet you they were like 25-point underdogs last year, and they almost beat them. Yeah, they may have been more. The cat has officially lost it, by the way. All right, we'll go on Oregon and Oregon State. It is wild at our house right now. Oregon and Oregon State uh, in this one. This is going to be a good game. You've been talking about this game for weeks, I feel like. Um, Oregon State at home, but Oregon, the three-point favorite, huge game for the Ducks. What do you think about this one? I am shocked this is an afternoon game. This is usually at night. And it's usually on Friday, I think, or it has been in the past. Yeah. Now, the Civil War is always a great game. It always is. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see a big upset here. Uh, Oregon's coming off two emotion-packed games, especially last week. 
Um, they, they've got aspirations to go to the Pac-12 championship game. I, I don't know how that affects them. I think they're out if they lose. Right. I believe Utah's – well, no, wait a minute. They beat No, it would be Washington would be in. Oh, that's right. That's right. They now, got if Washington beat Washington State. Yeah, they got a big game too. There's some ifs, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot on the line. Look at Oregon State's record. They're eight and three. They took USC to the wire and could have beat them. Yeah. A lot of people forget that because that was really early in the season. They're tough at home. Uh, the weather looks good, 45 degrees, because a lot of times it's raining in that game. Uh, I'm I, I think Oregon's gonna win it, but it's not gonna shock me if Oregon State pulls this one out. I'm going to take Oregon State plus that three. I'll take a little shot. I think the Ducks are, are better, but I don't think they're great. And oh, right. I will take the Ducks plus the three. That's going to be a hell of a game. I'm really looking uh, forward to that one. All right, let's move on. This is this line is funny to me. TCU, number four in the country, 11-0, trying to go 12-0, perfect regular season. They're at home. They take on the worst team in the Big 12 in Iowa State, and I've seen them firsthand. They're not great. They're very good defensively, very bad offensively. TCU is only a 10-point favorite in this game. To me, they are a home run slam dunk in this one, but what do you think about this line? Have you ever seen a team get less respect that's undefeated going into the last game of the year? No. Me neither. <laughs> no. And they've and they've got no respect for the la- the entire season. They've been underdogs. They were underdogs, what, at 10 points to Texas, I think it was, a couple of weeks ago? Yep. They're undefeated. If they went out, they're in the playoffs. They're playing a 4-7 and seven team that will play as hard as possible. They do. They're very well coached. They have no offense. Zero. against a very good offensive team. Now, they will give uh, TCU some fits with their defense because it's good. Ten points, I think they will smash them. I'm thinking 38-7, something like that. I would take TCU plus the points all day long. Yeah, I I was really surprised when I saw this line. Well, I wasn't because it's been that way all year. That's true. It has. You're not wrong about that. And here it is again. So they win and they go, well, they're going to be in a championship game no no matter what. They may be underdogs to whoever they play. They might be. Yeah. You you might be spot on about that. I I don't know. I, I. Iowa State does tend to play everybody close, and so maybe that's kind of yeah. what they're thinking. Um, but, yeah, listen, it's crazy. Listen, if that was Oklahoma, they'd be a 25-point favorite in that yeah, game. I agree. So it's who they are. Yeah. That's what it is. No, you're right. All right, Michigan State on the road taking on Penn State. It just came out. Uh, let's see if I can read this. Seven Michigan State football players are charged, one facing a felony charge for an assault in the tunnel after the Michigan game. Um, so I don't know what the status of those seven players are for this game against Michigan or against Penn State. Will it matter? I don't know. I think Penn State's going to roll. 18 and a half point favorite. What do you think? So they've charged seven Michigan State players. Yes, with that fight with the Michigan players. Uh, at, but I saw a lot of that. Uh-huh. The Michigan player incited some of that. Mm -hmm. 
He ran right into them, taunting them. Yeah. I don't understand that. I don't understand it. I, I, to me, he's asking for it. I, I Maybe they should have said, no, we're not going to hit you. But these are our football players who just lost a rivalry game, and you got a little blabbermouth coming in the middle of seven or eight of you. Uh, <laughs> I think he was asking for it. Anyway, that's the video I saw. There, more, there may be more to it. Yeah. The bottom line is you don't go up the same tunnel like that. Yeah, I am right. surprised the Texas-Oklahoma thing hasn't escalated into that at times. They do a good job keeping them away from each other. They really do. They yeah. do. And there may be more respect in that game than we think because I've never heard of any fighting amongst the players. No. You did rivalry and the same thing in Auburn, Alabama. You don't hear about that very often. But anyway – they both go up the same tunnel at the big house in Michigan. They don't like each other. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of asking for it. Anyway, Penn State easy in this one. I think they, you know, Penn State's one of these teams that's going to be 10 and 2, and no one's talking about them much. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty good season in most parts of the world, I'll tell you. Yep. Yep. And that is, it's a decent season for Penn State, too. You uh, bet. Utah, 29.5-point favorite against Colorado. Colorado, the worst team in college yep. football, probably. So, This uh, is all about, does Utah have anything yeah. left? How much motivation do they have? So you got one side where you could try to take Utah, and the other side is, I don't think they're motivated. But then you look, and it's like, do I really want to back Colorado to do <laughs> So Colorado is waiting. They can't wait. They want the game over with as fast as possible. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number five in the country. This is another one. LSU, number five in the country. That's right. They've ranked them ahead of USC, which the committee is telling you LSU's going to the mm -hmm. playoff if they beat Georgia. They but beat anyway, uh, which I don't think they're going to do, but that's a, that's a discussion for next week. LSU a, only a 10-point favorite on the road against four and seven hapless Texas A&M. This is another line that surprised me. What did you think of this one? This one doesn't surprise me as much as the other one because I think a lot of it is LSU went to Arkansas two weeks ago and only scored 13 points. Yep. And I think Vegas knows that LSU is living off beating Alabama. That's the only thing they're living off of. Yeah. And Alabama's not that good this year. And don't get me wrong, they've had a hell of a year. And they deserve – I don't know if they're number five. I don't think they deserve to be number five because you beat Alabama in a year they're not that good. Yeah. And so, anyway, the other thing, it's A&M. You're going in there. It's hard to win in College Station. But they, they got a bunch of yard birds. You know, they got problems. I can't see them winning. So, it may be closer, though, than we think. I could see them playing them close. I think they're kind of done, though. They, they, like, as a team, I'm saying. I think yeah. they don't – I, I just question that they really care about this. Yeah, team. and the other thing is they only beat UMass, what, 20-3? to three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, to me, makes that line should have went up a little. So if I was going to bet it, I'd bet LSU to cover. But I bet it's late before they do. You talked about that Arkansas game. Well, Arkansas still cares. They're still playing hard. They're still right. trying to win. I don't know about this A&M team. The thing so. with Arkansas, though, they didn't have a quarterback that day. Well, Arkansas would have beat them if they would have had a quarterback. I yeah. know. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, they they, oh, they yeah. still came out there and gave it everything they had. Well, sure they did. They, they always yeah. do. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Central Florida, how are they still ranked? That I don't know. We're not talking about this game because they shouldn't when be You ranked. lose to Navy on your home field, you shouldn't be ranked. We are not talking about that game. Forget <laughs> it. That's a joke that they're still Holy ranked. Joke. <laughs> Tell <laughs> Wow. All right. Notre Dame, USC. This may be the biggest game of the weekend. Um, Notre Dame going to USC. USC, a five and a half point favorite. Uh, you know, if USC wins out, they're probably going to be in the playoff. Uh, it's going to be hard to deny them. Notre Dame, they listen, at times they look like an elite type of team, or at least a really good team. At times they could not beat Marshall and Stanford. So, what Notre Dame team shows up? And if the good Notre Dame team shows up, can they beat USC? That's the question. No. no <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they can either. I like USC in this game. They don't have enough offense. No. And if you're going to beat USC, now Notre Dame's defense is good, but I don't know that they can beat. No one is slowing USC down. No. Now. And. Can no, it, what it comes down to is, okay, a good a good effort to, against USC, I think, would be to hold them to thirty one. Uh huh. Well, that means Notre Dame would have to score thirty one. I'm not sure they can. I'm not sure they can either. That's the problem. Yeah, if they had more offense, I would give them a really good shot. Or if the game was in South Bend, I would give them a good shot. They're going to play good, I think. Yeah. I just don't think they're as good. I think USC has better athletes. They got the better quarterback, and when you got the better quarterback, you go with the team with the best quarterback. So I, they may, they may, they may blow them out. It's possible. They're not going to blow them out, I don't think. But I, it feels a lot like a thirty-four twenty-four or a thirty-eight twenty-four game to me. Yeah. It feels like a hey, we held them down, but we couldn't score type of game. Yeah. So. All right, this one gets interesting. Tennessee without the quarterback, hookers mm-hmm. out, off the loss, on the road against Vanderbilt, who's won two in a row, mm-hmm. trying to get bowl eligible. And, I mean, if Tennessee's season was ruined last weekend, it's absolutely freaking derailed if they lose at Vanderbilt. This Vanderbilt team is getting better. They're, they get 14 points. Tennessee's a 14-point favorite here. What do you think about this game? Oh, disaster if they lose. Total disaster. Yep. But you played 11 games and now you lost your quarterback. And you got to get somebody ready for game 12. And you're reeling from that loss. Yep. And it is, as you said, a monster game for Vanderbilt. They hate Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't. They don't care anything about Vanderbilt and football because they they don't lose hardly ever to Vanderbilt. Vandy's playing pretty darn good. 14 points. I don't think they win by 14. I think this is going to be tough. I don't know what their backup quarterback situation is, but most teams has proven this year, I don't care who you are, your backup is not anywhere close to your starter. Yep. So you're right. How are they going to get ready? You realize if they lose this, they are probably, right now, if they win, they're going to get a massive bowl game. They won't go to the Sugar, I don't think. They probably would go maybe to the Fiesta. 
somewhere like that. Yeah, they're going to get a BCS or you know the BCS yes. big bowl. Yeah, if they lose, they're relegated to the Citrus Bowl, something in Florida mm-hmm. on New Year's Day, which is that's good, but that doesn't the paycheck is not even close to going to those big games. Yeah, huge, huge game for them. This is where coaching comes in, man. Trying to get them ready. Yeah. It's the main thing. Even if your quarterback was playing, it would be difficult to get the team ready. So we'll see. This is going to be really interesting. You know, Vanderbilt, let's see, they beat South Carolina and Florida the last two weeks. Is that right? Uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Okay. That's two pretty, you know, those are decent teams. They're not bad teams. They're not awful. If Tennessee comes in half cocked, this could be a big upset. Dennis asks, when's the last time Vanderbilt was in a bowl? It really wasn't that long ago, actually. Oh, they had a pretty good when Franklin yeah. was there, when James Franklin was there. Well, Mason did a good job. Well, good job for Vanderbilt there as well. They were in a bowl in 2018. I'll so be done. Hadn't been all that long, but it would be big for them to get back because yeah. they really had fallen back to kind of that normal Vanderbilt standard. Yeah. I'm thinking Vanderbilt plus a 14. Yeah, I think you have to. Yep. Kansas and Kansas State. Kansas mm-hmm. has fallen, mm-hmm. um, but K-State, uh, you know, it's a rivalry game. K-State looks really, really good, uh, you know, last week or two weeks ago. And then last week, I guess you could say uh, as well, going to West Virginia and win. Kind of mm-hmm. feels like K-State should win here. 11 and a half point favorites. What do you think about this one? It's at home. It's more interesting than usual. Yep. Don't like the way Kansas played last week. Nope. Just got stomped. That game was in Lawrence. It's got to be disappointing. They started out 5-0. and They're back to Kansas, 1-6 since that 5-0 and start, kind of like Syracuse. So I think K-State wins. They've got their number. They've dominated them. They're better than they are. I think they cover. Good pick. Good pick. All right, Washington and Washington State. We kind of talked about this. Still a lot to play for and could be a whole lot to play yeah. for if Oregon loses. Washington – uh, a two-point favorite on the road against Washington State. Both teams pretty good. Washington number thirteen, ranked nine and two. Washington State seven and four. They're kind of sneaky. They, they've been decent. Uh, what do you think? This is gonna be a hell of a game. Well, I think this is one of the most overlooked teams in the country. The turnaround from last year. I couldn't even tell you who their coach is. Mm-hmm. But he has done a tremendous job. Now they have had a weak schedule. In the Pac-12, they've dodged some teams. They did beat Oregon at Eugene. Uh, That means a lot. Washington State, I've seen them play. Their defense is pretty good. They're tough. Washington dominates this game, though. They usually win. And two points, I'm going to pick the Huskies to beat them simply because past history. Good pick again. I'm going with the Huskies as well in this game. I think it's going to mean just a little bit more to their season to pull this off. And you said it. They they have kind of dominated. When these two teams are both decent, Washington usually wins. Let me ask uh, you this. Do they have a shot at the Rose Bowl? Would they take them? At I 10- think Washington has a big shot at it, yeah. Now, if if you if USC is 10-2, and two, they'll take USC. Yes, but – um, you know, if he doesn't make the playoffs, they'll take them, right? Yeah, they probably will take. Well, they're going to take the Pac-12 champion. So, right. if USC isn't in the playoff, then it's going to be whoever wins that Pac-12. 
exactly. And that could be Washington. Could be. Um, if USC makes the playoffs, that Rose Bowl team could be Washington if they win and Oregon loses. That's right. So yeah. Washington's got a shot at the Rose Bowl. They have a shot. It's it's there's a lot that's going to have to happen and unfold. But you know, it's not inconceivable that Oregon's going to lose to Oregon State, and then that opens up. Uh, that's the first door that has to open, so to speak. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's again, and the Pac-12 will be decided. You know who's going to play USC. That's going to be decided right there in the games we laid out uh, on a Saturday afternoon and evening. So yep. Pac-12 was fun last week. It's going to be fun again this week. Yep. All right, let's rapid fire this NFL slate All here. Right. Uh, we'll go through these quickly, and we'll start with the Thanksgiving Day games. Three pretty darn good football games, I think. Uh, the Lions and the Bills open it up. Of course, it's in Detroit. You know, three, four weeks ago, you thought, oh, another shitty Detroit game on, on Thanksgiving. Not so much anymore. Bills are kind of struggling. Josh Allen, not the healthiest. And the Lions are surging. Let me say it again. The Lions are surging into this game. Buffalo, still a nine-and-a-half point favorite. What do you think? Rapid fire? Rapid fire. Detroit, plus nine-and-a-half. Detroit plus nine and a half. Good pick, Papa Dude. You're one for one. All right, let's move on. <laughs> this is how we need to do all of them. Just like, that. Uh, yeah. The Dennis says Lions sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, that's all right. right. Back on. Uh, this is a good one. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Giants and the Cowboys, both seven and three. Of course, the game in Dallas. Uh, ten point favorite though for Dallas. I don't know if they can cover that or not. What about you? Much better than the Giants. A much better team than the Giants. Will they perform on the big stage Thanksgiving Day? Sometimes they don't. <laughs> so that's what we're looking at. Yep. Much more uh, ability to score, you would think. Defensively, shouldn't they be able to shut down Barkley? I would yeah. think. Yep. Dallas, minus 10. Oh. oh, I just don't want to take them minus 10 to do anything. Um, I'm a believer. All right, I'm going to go with it. But <laughs> that may I, be like, I think Dallas is going to win this game, but 10 points is. I just don't like the way the Giants played last week. And no. the Cowboys played great. Sometimes they don't parlay that into the next week, though. That's the thing. All right, Dallas minus 10. I'm not as excited about that one. All right, this is a really good game here. The Vikings trying to bounce back from a – I don't even know what you want to call last week. But, listen, they're still 8-2. and two. It happens in the NFL. Whatever, yep. it's over. Two-and-a-half-point favorites this week against the Patriots. I don't know how the Patriots are 6-4. and four. I just don't. But what's going to happen in this one? This is another really interesting game. Don't you hate to bet against the Patriots? Yes. But how can I not take Minnesota in this game? I, want, I, I know, but Minnesota looked awful. I know, but still. And Minnesota's been lucky. Yeah. I don't see any way the Patriots can win. Patriots, <laughs> every, time, every time I watch them, I'm like, how did they win? Like, I don't know, but you realize if they win this game, they – they are probably going to make the playoffs if they win this game. I know. And the scary part about Minnesota is they're they were not a good eight and one team. You know, they, they that's dumb to say, but 
they haven't been convincing to very many of us. And eight and two now, if they lose this one, they'll be eight and three. And will they start reeling down the line? I don't oh, know. This is a big game for them. It's huge for them. It's a bounce back for them. I, I cannot pick the Patriots. I just can't no. from what I've seen. I just can't. And the line's small. So I've got to take Minnesota because my eyes have told me the Patriots cannot score enough points to win. I listen. I'm taking Minnesota, and if they don't, if they don't do this, I'm going to be very angry because <laughs> they are. I don't care how they look last week; they're better than New England. They, <laughs> they. But you know, it's Thursday night on NBC. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> well, I can better than those noon games. I'm just saying. So I don't know. Uh, Dennis says, "What about the under? I think that could be good. Forty-two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Under on that. That's pretty. Um, listen, the Vikings should bounce back and win. Uh, I, I really believe that. So they should. All right, let's move on to Sunday. Let's move on. This will be a real oh, exciting game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're in the only division in the world they could win, but they're probably going to do it. And they go to Cleveland, one of the worst franchises in any sports, period. Like, forget about football. No, not just limited to that. One of the worst franchises there is out there. They're three and seven. The game is at Cleveland. Like I said, Tampa Bay, three and a half point favorite. Who do you like? By the way, this Sunday slate is horrid. If you want to pick a Sunday to skip the NFL, this is the one. It's not great. This is bad. Yeah, it's not great. Tampa, if Tampa is truly back, if they've straightened their things out a little bit, they've had a week off, Tampa, easy, minus three and a half. There's no way that will be easy. Not much, <laughs> I promise you, but I do think Tampa wins the game. So This is one where the hook could kill you as well. Dennis mentioned it for that mission. Yeah, that's true. I can see a three-point win, but I'll take Tampa. I'm not betting the Browns to do anything other than be terrible. All this right. Is a good game here. This is a good one. This is probably the best one of Sunday. The Bengals and the Titans. Cincinnati, a two-point favorite on the road against the Titans. Uh, all the Titans do, they just win, right? Yep. And the Bengals have been hitting this. What do you think about this one? Most disrespected NFL team there is, Tennessee. They get absolutely no respect. They're usually about a one-point favorite, or even against awful teams. Mm-hmm. They should not be the underdog in this game. They're at home. They play great in Nashville. Tennis, uh, it, here's the thing. It's a much bigger game for the Bengals than it is the Titans. This is a game that the Bengals can solidify a playoff spot if they win. Well, get in a good spot, yeah. A wild card type of thing. When you look at the rest of the teams, because if you'll remember on Monday, we looked at Cincinnati's schedule. It is brutal. It is brutal. They're not going to win the division. Yeah. Baltimore's is easy compared to Cincinnati's, and Baltimore's got a game lead on them. So they're they need this one for wild card consideration. This is a this is a top, one of those toss-up games for them they really need because their schedule is tough yeah. coming down the stretch. So this is a big one for them. I think they're better than the Titans. Again, are you going to go with the theory, pick the best quarterback? Is that what the determining factor is going to be in this game, or are you just sold on Tennessee? That's what you got to decide. I'm staying away from it because I I don't trust it. Tennessee just – they just win. 
so, but I think the Bengals have the best quarterback and the, the most weapons. But I don't know if they're good enough to beat Tennessee in Nashville. I'll take Tennessee plus the two. I think I'll, I'll take them. If you, if you describe a team as all they do is win and they're getting points, I'll take them. Yeah. You have to think about it. All right. One of the best games you'll ever see, the Texans and the Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, the Texans changing quarterbacks. Kyle Allen going to be quarterback. doesn't matter. No. Uh, Dolphins, 13.5-point favorite. I mean, I don't know what you if you want to bet on a game like this or not, but they, the, the Dolphins should roll. Dolphins minus 13.5. Very good. All right. Bears and the Jets, another – Game that was really just a match made in heaven, these two teams. The Bears are without their quarterback most likely for the rest of the year. Josh Fields is out. Zach Wilson is out, not from injury, just being benched. Mike White is in. Jets are five-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think of this one? Don't you think you have to stay away from this one completely because you don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be? I think this is the equivalent of uh, betting like, um, I don't know, Northfield, if you're watching harness racing, just like a, <laughs> I'm a degenerate and I have to bet because it's something. I mean, I, I yeah, I would stay away from this one. Um, I feel like without fields, the Bears are in trouble, though. Probably. I would probably take the Jets, but I don't really no, want And no. for the playoff picture, this is a huge game. Let's say New England somehow beats Minnesota. They go to seven and four. Mm-hmm. And let's say the Jets lose, they go to six and five. I think the free fall is going to start for the Jets if they don't win this game. Yeah, so the Jets really need game. to win. Yeah, yeah they, they need to win this game. Yes. And there's no reason why they shouldn't. Um, so um, we'll see them. Falcons on the road, taking on the Commanders. Another just a game that should be all kinds of fun. I'll tell you this, though. The Commanders are playing awfully well. They're fun um, to watch. The Falcons aren't horrible. No, they're not. Four and a half point favorite here for Washington. I could see this being closer than that. What about you? I like the way the commanders are playing. A huge game for them. They got to win this because then they're in the hunt. Yeah. It was seven and five. And on the other hand, it's huge for the Falcons. They still are in the playoff picture because they're in the worst division in the history of the world. Yeah. And they could go to six and six. So, a very big game. The Commanders have been beating better teams than the Falcons the last couple of weeks. Well, no, they didn't. They beat Tennessee. But they beat uh, the Eagles the other night. So, yeah, that may be a few too many points, but I think the Commanders are going to win. Yeah, I don't know what to do on this. The line is perfect. I think Washington wins, but I, I, couldn't, take a, I couldn't take a stand one way or the other. On the I, I think that half's the hook again. It could be. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to stay away from this one completely. I do think Washington does win the game. All right, in a game that probably will end the NFL forever, the Broncos go on the road to take on the Panthers in what, I'm serious, this could be the worst game ever played in the NFL. The Broncos are the biggest disaster ever in the history of the league. The Panthers are one of the worst teams I've ever watched, but we knew they were going to be bad coming in. Denver's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't. Do you realize Denver is favored almost every week? I do realize this, yes. That tells you their schedule has been horrible, and they're still 3-7. and seven. Can't win, and I'm not taking them here. I'm taking Carolina. Oh, no, I don't think they win. you got to take the under. The over-under is 36. Okay, let's – okay. That means 20-17 to 17 would beat you. 
I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's 13 to 10. I, I'm 17 to 14 won't beat you. It might be zero to zero. <laughs> well, look at what we had last week. New England and New York, 3-3 three, three, until they run a punt back with 30 seconds left. Carolina and who the heck they and Baltimore, 13 yeah. to 3. Yeah. Why would you expect this one to be 20 to 17 and beat you? I don't think you can. I I, I take the under and feel good about it. Yeah, pick the under, take the Panthers. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's gonna be so bad. Uh, another team that is, I don't know how they're seven and three, the Ravens, they go on the road. They're favored by four this week. They go on the road to take on the Jags. Here's another thing I don't get. Anytime you go into Jacksonville and you're good, you're only favored by three or four. I haven't figured that out yet either. They're three and seven. I think this time it's warranted. <laughs> Baltimore should smoke them. I think the Panthers will beat them. Or the Panthers. I think the Jaguars will beat them. I really do. I hope so because I hate Baltimore. <laughs> I a thousand percent think the Jaguars will beat them. Okay. I'm going <laughs> I'm going Baltimore minus four. All right. Here's another game that may end coaching in the NFL forever. Two of the worst to ever put on a headset. Yeah, both should be fired. <laughs> What's that? They both should go ahead and play this game and then at the 50-yard line after the game, fire them both. That would be so cool. I mean, I would be hilarious. Chargers and the Cardinals. I mean, this is a game. There's, there's really I can't even describe what's going to happen in this one. Chargers are a three and a half point favorite. Um, they're at uh, Arizona. Arizona. It doesn't really matter where they play. They play the same every week. Shitty. Yeah. Um, so do the Chargers. What do you What do you think? I mean, did the Chargers get a win here? They need it worse than Arizona. Arizona's toast yeah the chargers have so much talent that they could and you know they play in that awful division except for the chiefs and they've already played them twice right Mm -hmm. so they're done with the chiefs so they got denver and they got oakland or vegas they're going to play at least one of them once i'm not too sure they they may have denver twice i'm not sure so the game means a ton to them but does that matter? I mean, I can't pick. I can't pick the Chargers. I can't, and I'm not picking the Cardinals either. So I don't have a. I'm just skipping it. Forget it. I'll take the Chargers. Oh, you're so stupid. Well, Dennis says take a, take the cards plus three and a half. Why not? I can give you so many reasons why not. <laughs> I mean, we 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 would you be don't. here until thanks uh, for Thanksgiving next year. Yeah, you don't bet this game. Just forget it. It's, it's going to be ugly. All right, Raiders and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, they're getting a lot of love, aren't they? At home against the world. I mean, the Raiders are so bad. I'll take the Seahawks. What about you? Yeah, I think, I'm not even think on that one. But that just shows you nobody believes in the Seahawks. Nobody. I, I, I believe in them. Do you really? <laughs> no, probably not. All right, let's move on. Rams and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are a 14 and a half point favorite. How about this? The Rams are horrifically bad. This should be name your score, shouldn't it? It should be. It should be, but the Chiefs never cover 14 and a half. Never. That's the only that's, that's the only thing. Uh Jacksonville came in there a couple of weeks ago. They didn't cover. No, they didn't. 
But the Rams are so helpless right now and so injury-riddled. But 14 and a half in the NFL, that is always risky to take that. All right, Saints and the 49ers. 49ers a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Another seems like a dog game. Yeah, and the 49ers are playing great right now. I think they're going to win the division. I uh, Nine-and-a-half, that's, that's a bunch. But I'm going to take them. I can see 27-17, maybe. Niners, big. Don't worry about it. All right. Green Bay and Philadelphia. Philadelphia is only a six-and-a-half-point favorite here. I would kind of lean towards Green Bay if they hadn't played so bad. The last week after beating Dallas, I will take the Eagles here. What about you? Yeah, they're only six-and-a-half because no one believes in the Eagles yet, and the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, and that's the reason. And they're Green Bay. And you know they could get it. I, I think they're toast. Also, I think they'll. I think Rodgers will throw it in. I mean, what does he care if he goes in and wins a game in Philly? And what's that going to do for him? Not right. Much. So I think I like the Eagles a lot. I like the Eagles quite a bit in this game. Oh, how about this? <laughs> well, hold on. Dennis has a question. He said, "Did you see George Kittle with the Pinta mask on in Mexico?" Yes, I did. But I wanted to ask Papa Dude, Papa Dude. Did you see George Kittle with a Pinta mask on? Uh, you want the truth? No, yeah. I did not watch one second of that game. Do you know who Pinta is? No. <laughs> All right. Let's I know. Was that a wrestler? Yes. Well, uh, good guess, wasn't it? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get a picture of Pinta up after we're done here. Oh, one more, and then we can finish this. Oh, God. Forget Steelers this. and the Colts on Monday Night Football. What are they thinking? This is a horrible game. Horrible game. Colts are two and a half point. I think the Colts win this game. What about you? Colts minus two and a half. <laughs> oh, big. All right. That's it. We're done. All right. Question time. All right. Let's make it quick. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Something that you have to do. You have to do this. And it could be a multi. That's Penta. Okay. That's Penta. Yes. Right. George Kittle had that on. Uh, yes, sort of. Hmm. Okay. Something you have to do sometimes that you absolutely hate. Um, hmm. you have to do it sometimes, but, oh, you hate it. Um, no, I can think of two or three things. I, I hate laundry. I really hate laundry. That don't bother me. Um... I don't know. I don't. I. I guess I live a good life. I don't. There's not a lot I could think. You like of. to go to the dentist. Yeah, but I. I mean, yeah. Okay, if we're gonna we do that to, kind of stuff, you sure. have to go to the dentist eventually. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The doctor. I don't mind the doctor really. Oh God, I hate it. Here's <laughs> the one I hate the most. You have to do it sometimes. Okay. And help it if you travel. Going in a public restroom. Oh, you've said this before. Yeah. I absolutely hate it. I don't care about that. You don't? No. No. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. Well. I don't like it at all. Well. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Uh, Never knew. You've never grown up, but anyway. No, I've never, I never really knew. To be completely honest, <laughs> I never knew. Know. You didn't have any 
you're right. When you went to college, you didn't have any idea what you were going to do. So I had a friend and uh, we were talking one day and she said uh, uh, we were, oh, I don't know how old we were. We may have been first year of college. And she said, uh, I, what, what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know. And she said, I don't either. <laughs> and we never really, we never really knew, you know? Um, hmm. Yeah, that always bothered us. Everybody always kind of had like this idea. And I was like, I, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> Sandy wanted to be a PE teacher, she said. Oh, oh there you go. Got to be able to spell PE first, honey. Heather wanted to be a uh, athletic trainer. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That would have been didn't good. Happen. Didn't happen. I wanted I wanted to be a newspaper guy. Yeah. Sports writer. Uh-huh. But I got to college and you had to take foreign language classes. Oh, God. You had to take one. And I said, I didn't, because when I went to school, we didn't, we had Latin, which is a dead language. I took two years of Latin because most words come from Latin. Right. But I never took French. I never took Spanish or anything. So they go, oh, don't worry about it. We'll put you in a French class. Nobody else will know anything either. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. So first day I go to class and there's like 30 kids in there and I go back and sit by this guy in the back that looks like he's stupid like me. So I go back there and I said, you know any French? He goes, not a word. And I said, good, I'll sit by you. So the teacher comes in and speaks French the entire 50-minute period. And everybody in there but me and that guy understood what the teacher was saying. Wow. So I walked over to the registrar's office and dropped the class <laughs> immediately. He had decided I'm not going to be a sports writer. All right. <laughs> I don't think you needed to really take that class to be a sports writer, but. <laughs> oh, I didn't either. Yeah. Anyway. I just right. wanted to be a NASCAR driver. Well, okay. I understand that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I wanted to be a baseball player until I found out they could hit the ball a little better than me. <laughs> so, all right. What's one place you've went to that did not live up to your expectations? One place I've went to that did not live up to expectations. What's yours? Uh, when we were in Amarillo, there's a thing <laughs> called the Cadillac Ranch. Isn't that what that's called? I think so, yeah. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's never go. No good. It's literally just a bunch of cars that people have just painted all kinds of shit over in a field. <laughs> Old cars. What I mean, else did you expect? <laughs> Well, okay. So we were in Amarillo and some people, we, of course, we, some, we hung out with some people that were from Amarillo or lived in Amarillo. And we said, so, you know, we're here six weeks or whatever. What is there anything to see that, you know, we, we need to see before we leave, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the, the place with the huge steak, I can't even think of the place. You get it for free if you eat it all. Um, oh, yeah. The, uh, big steer. Yeah. Big steer. Okay. They told us to go there. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was okay. Okay. They told us to go down to the new ballpark they built. It's really cool. They're right. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Dodge Town, I think the name of it was. Lots um, of Amarillo. They said uh, we got a new like movie arcade, like crazy thing. They serve you food at the movies. We went there. Awesome. Very cool. Loved it. I actually really liked Amarillo. And they said, but the one thing you got to do is go to the Cadillac Ranch. I said, all right. 
the dumbest thing I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> Let's see if I can so that's that definitely didn't live up to the expectation. Well, this place is okay, but it didn't live up to my expectations. Okay. And I'm not saying it was bad because it wasn't. Grand Canyon. Okay. Yeah. I was I kind of disappointed that. in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that Cadillac Ranch not too good. That's the Cadillac Ranch. That's literally what it is. No, that's not very cool. And it literally is just a cutoff little road off the interstate. But anyway. Yeah. Sandy went to the Four Corners in Colorado, New Mexico. Yeah. She didn't like it. Um, didn't like the Grand Canyon very much. You know what I thought? And this is, I didn't think Mount Rushmore was just like the best thing I've ever seen. Really? I no, liked it. it was okay. You were liked you, it? Were you, yeah, I did. Were you disappointed with Mount, uh, Mount Rushmore? Were you disappointed with uh, Old Faithful in Yellowstone? No. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? You know, Mount, I shouldn't have said Mount Rushmore because it's not anywhere close to being as disappointing as what's on the screen. The Cadillac Ranch is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. But no, Mount Rushmore, it's like, I don't know. It was okay. I shouldn't have said that. The Corn Palace, I hated that. That was dumb. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you see 9 million signs for the... Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think the Badlands were anything to write home about either. No, no. no. All right, here we go. I watched this last night. Okay. What movie do you always enjoy watching over and over and over? Uh, Step Brothers. Okay. Anything else? Um, there's a there's a bunch, but that's the one that always comes to mind. Okay. Uh, National Treasure. National Treasure. Hundred percent. We watched, and this is kind of a tradition. We watched Christmas Vacation last night. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah, it's just, it's funny every time. Yep, that's a good one. Even though you know exactly what's going to happen, it's funny every time. The Godfather, that's that's I, I that's can't watch long. that over and over because it's it's long, but it is that's good. It's, it's very good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's way too long. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe that's enough for today. Dennis had a question. I thought we had more Thanksgiving questions. Did we burn through all of those? Yeah, I kind of did. Let me see if I can find. Uh, no, I went through all of them okay. the other night. Somebody in the face. Well, yeah. Uh, oh, there's one. Sandy's okay. one. Well, there would be nobody we'd punch it. No, wait. There's one person. There's one person you could that you really would like to punch in the face. <laughs> the Thanksgiving, would you punch? You can't say. If that. you had to somebody, you can't say it? that. Well, <laughs> they no. may be listening. We can't. Thank you. <laughs> well, I don't. I would. There well, isn't I, anyone I, anyway. I've so. been. At, I've been at Thanksgiving gatherings where I'd like to punch somebody in the face, but not the one we're going to be at tomorrow. Oh well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's one. There is. One person on the other side that I bet every family member on that other side would want to punch that one person. Yeah, but we, can't, we can't say the name, so <laughs> no, but yeah. you and I both know who it is. Like of your entire life. Sandy you. says her half sister she had punched in the face. Uh here's here's the thing. Favorite Thanksgiving side dishes. So okay, you know, I think that's a good one. It is. What about what's yours? Do you know I was hearing today, and I don't understand this one. They were listing the favorite side dish. 
uh -huh. of Thanksgiving, which uh -huh. I think I thought this was odd. It's not that it's not good. Mashed potatoes and gravy. I mean, I have that those. Wasn't the favorite. Stuffing was the favorite. Stuff, stuffing was the favorite, but, but mashed yeah. potatoes and gravy was second. And I'm thinking, I have those all the time. That would want to be what I would pick, though. Really? Yeah. Not me. That's, homemade that's noodles, I, homemade noodles all the way. What's your favorite dessert? Yeah, but that's, I don't think that's like a traditional side. I think yeah. that's like our family does that, you know? Oh, okay. Well, they are hard to make. Like I've never ate those at any other place. Really? No. You know, it's kind of odd. We really, you probably don't remember, but I don't remember having mashed potatoes and gravy at ours. Oh, Yes. Maybe I just didn't eat them. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but the plate was always so full with the noodles. I couldn't get anything else on the plate. So, because they're yeah. my absolute favorite. Uh, favorite dessert? Mine's pumpkin pie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, we talked about before. Why do we not eat pumpkin pie more than we do? Right. I fixed two today, and Sandy's wanting to get in ours really bad. Yeah, because it, it does. You know, it's enticing. It's sitting there, and it's so pretty, and it looks good, and everything. Yep. But worst uh, dish, side dish. Bree said she loves cranberry sauce. Uh, you either like that or you don't. Yeah. Um, worst dish. Well, I don't. If I don't like it, I don't eat it. So I couldn't tell you if it's bad or not. Well, is there something that somebody brings that you just wonder why? There really isn't. I don't, I don't be honest. Some of the stuff I don't even know what it is that I see sometimes. So <laughs> I don't know where this cranberry sauce came from. I, I never did care for it too much. You didn't you don't like it? No, I don't hate it. I mean I could eat it, but I don't I don't like the celery plate, you know, they put that kind of I don't care. Green bean casserole. That's a good one, Bree. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't I don't it depends on how it's made. Dennis uh, says he doesn't understand why people eat ham during Thanksgiving. Well, some I think you know, like some of our family members eat it, and I think they just don't like the turkey quite as. They well. don't like turkey. Yeah. yeah, and so you gotta you gotta do the ham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I can eat ham, but mm -hmm. I'll take turkey over ham. Yes, I could eat both. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm yeah, uh, getting hungry. Uh, thinking about it, but. Uh, should be a should be a bash tomorrow. <laughs> yes, it should. Yes, it said corn casserole. Russ says. Uh, like yes, if it's made right, you betcha. Yeah, and I like green bay green green bay green bean casserole if it's made right, but if it's not, oh, it's hideous. I'm never gonna try that. So <laughs> <laughs> we usually just have green beans at ours. And you don't like those. So. Nope, not going to eat those either. So uh, Tomorrow we've got turkey. We've got mashed potatoes. We've got uh, mac and cheese. And I don't know what else we're going to have. Um, but that'll probably be the main stuff that I eat. You're going to have stuffing. I won't eat that. <laughs> I like it. No, nope, I won't eat that. Um, what else? Uh, what do you mean? No, that's all I'm going to eat. Yeah, that's all well, I'll eat. So. Well, then you got the desserts. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't count. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, on that note, it's time to go. Time to get out. It is. Uh, I'm going to a basketball game in a minute. So, well, 
you're gonna go is it girls or boys tonight girls girls all right there you go well you guys have fun at that probably be 50 people there maybe yeah we will be back uh next week for our show haven't heard from Jared. I'm going to guess Blinkers Off is going to be up on Friday. I think we'll do a Friday show there. Uh, who knows? We may go live during the Clark, something like that. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, a lot of big racing coming up, but racing sound like a redneck. A lot of big racing coming up this weekend, Thursday through Sunday as well. So check out that. All right. We're going to get out of here, guys. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hope everybody has a good day tomorrow on Thanksgiving. And we'll see and you next Be week. careful. If you're out on the roads, be careful. It's very busy out there. That's right. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Like this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. <laughs>